Genesis chapter. Can I have an handkerchief, please? Genesis chapter 4. As much as possible, I just want a lot of quiet in the house today. Whilst I quickly um, bring forth the word God has given me. And Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. And she bore again, this time his brother, Abel. Now, Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Also, Abel brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Now, there have been a lot of statements as regards the scripture. People have said some things that are not um, obviously accurate. The first is that some say that um, because Cain brought from the ground and Abel brought from animals, that that was why God took um, Abel's sacrifice um, because it was, it was like God-like animals more than modern fruits of course that very explanation does not hold um, does not hold any 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 form of truth um, some also said that what happened was that Cain um, gave bad fruits watermelon that has um, that has spot and, and God did not like the the melons he brought and was angry. Of course, that again is nowhere found in scripture. Both is not true. Um, Cain was going to give fruits because that's what he does. And Abel gave animals because that's what he does. The issue was not the fruit or the animals. Now, the Bible says that God had respect for um, Abel's um, gift and did not have respect for Cain's gift. Now, don't forget that when Cain came, they told us that this one was acquired from, from the Lord, right? And so, he had a very beautiful um, prophecy his life, his life, it wasn't like it was destined for, can you give me the earliest verse? It wasn't like his life was ordained for something bad. Are we together here? Amen. It says that yeah, when, when Cain was brought forth, it was because it was, um, please be fast, um, um, And Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and begged Cain and said, I have gotten a man with the help of Jehovah. Uh, praise God. I've gotten a man with the help of Jehovah. And so we see that he had a very, uh, a very good prophecy over his life. But when they gave offerings to the Lord, it came to pass, amen, that Cain brought off the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Are we together now? And the Bible says that it is in the process of time. Praise God. 
And so there's a whole lot of things we accumulate in the process of, of time. There's a whole lot of things that happen to us and the process of time. Some of them are positive. Some of them are negative. Sometimes it's not even what happened. It's how we manage what happened. And eventually all these things come together to form an identity. Are you together with me? It forms a person. And sometimes when we begin to engage God, um, God puts like a judgment. Not, a, like, not, not judgment is not the word. God, God um, begins to appreciate. Appreciate my confusers. God begins to measure what we have become. Are we together with me? What we have become. And uh, what we have become becomes the very offering that we give to the Lord. Are we together here? What you have become is your offering. When Jesus was going to prepare an offering, he told us, he told us a pro- the protocol. He said, a body as thou prepared. That is the protocol. What we've become is our what? Offering. So your offering is not what you give. Your offering is what you have what? Become. And what you have become is what spills on what you give. Are you with me? And so you can be bad and give good. And you can be good and give bad. Are you together with me? That if you have become evil, your offering can't be fantastic. If you have become evil, your offering can be fantastic. You, can't, you couldn't have given a great offering when you have matured to become greedy. Are you with me? You couldn't have given a great offering when you have grown up to become a thief. You get my point now? You couldn't have given a great offering. What we've become um, spills on how our offering is being what is being received. Are we together now? Praise God. And so we see here that the scripture says that the process of time. And so we have to be careful and be conscious on how we manage our time. I'm not just talking about 24 hours. I'm talking about our development. How do you manage your spiritual development? Because it is all adding up. Are you with me? It's adding up to a time where you will give an offering. And that offering, it's a typology of, of an assessment. Um, Pastor Obi was preaching the morning, was trying to quote a scripture where all of us will go through fire. Amen. And um, what we have become would reveal itself. It says, the day will reveal what we have become. Are we together here? Are you listening to me? So, so in the process of time, even though both of them have a great testimony, have a great prophecy rather, but now the, the process of time has formed them. Are you with me? And um, when they gave an offering, the Bible says that God had respect on Cain's offering. The word respect is also looked at. Like God gave attention. Amen. He looked at his offering twice. Are there people who have so who have so who have become so so terrible and so as an arrogant person blessed you and you are you are your identity is 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 your identity is strong enough that the blessing irritates you. You know, if the blessing of an arrogant person does not irritate you, you need to work on your identity. You get my point? Are you with me? 
um, if if somebody speaks breaks your spirit and still wants to give you food and you are excited then you need to go and check something is you are you are dead are you with me if if somebody looks at you and says look at him good for nothing idiot shark by five million and the five million excites you you are dead you are a dead person the person was actually correct You get my point. You, sh- you should have a sense of worth and identity, you know, that comes first. You get my point. It comes, it comes first. And that's why you see a lot of dead girls and even boys who can date somebody who abuses them, but they can't live because he gives them money. You understand? Such a person has a wretched identity. The identity has been wrecked. That person needs serious healing. You get my point? The first thing that should make sense to you is who you are, not what you have. And anyone that destroys who you are, you should be unwilling to receive what he has. Uh, You get my point? So there should be some level of worthiness before somebody can bless you. Like, you should find out who is worthy to bless you. You understand? And know who is unworthy to bless you. You get my point? You remember the guy who was going to bless the apostle Peter and says, take this cash, give us the gift of the spirit. And he says, you and the cash perish. You understand? You are unworthy to give an offering. Are we together here? Now, don't forget that that guy was saved. He was already saved. But when you check the process of time, because the process of time had made him to be a type of person because of the, of, of the direction of his meditation. He had meditated in a certain way that has framed him to become a certain person. And when he was about giving an offering, his nature betrayed him. His identity betrayed him. And he gave an offering that could not be accepted. Do you understand? And he says, perish you and your offering. The truth is, you've always been in a state of perishing. You understand that. And so just join. Let your offering join you. And so when you look at that scripture closely in Genesis chapter 4, we see that the issue was not the offering. The issue were the persons. And if the person is not accepted, the offering cannot be accepted. And so he said, um, um, God had respect for Abel and then his offering. Not that Abel's offering got Abel a respect. It was, it was Abel's respect that spilled on his offering. Are you together with me? So if you, cannot, if you don't become a better person, you can't have a good offering to give to God. Are we together here? If you, if you, you're, there's nothing spectacular about your offering, but there's something spectacular about your person. And um, you can bless your offering with your person. And your offering does not make you a great person. Are we together here? And this whole story has to do with the process of time. You have to be careful and you have to be very intentional. I'll, I, I tell you the truth. This word I'm preaching to you is from heaven. I tell you the truth. You have to be careful how you operate and manage time. And where you put meditation. How you meditate and what you meditate. And what you allow and what you what you disallow. Are we together now? 
Am I preaching to you here, friends? And so the Bible says that, uh, uh, so we are, we are becoming, time is, we are being formed in time. Time is forming you. And are you aware of what you are being formed into or you are just allowing the forming happen? Are you aware? Are you taking notes and cognizance of the type of person that you are becoming? Are you checking it? Or you are just allowing it to happen? You see, because by the time you collect the report card, you might not like the harvest that will come on your way. Are you together with me? And so you have to carefully check. Glory be to God. You have to carefully check. Because time is doing something. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain then brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel. The Lord looked at Abel. And in the process of time, Abel had gotten respect from God. Amen. Abel converted time to become the type of person that God looked at twice. And friends, this is a normal phenomenon. You, have, you yourself have met people that you looked twice. And you have met people you didn't want to look at them again. And you didn't respect everything they have. You have met people whose, whose greatness and blessing you didn't respect. Because you saw their nature and their personality. And then you just knew that this person is unworthy. Are you with me? Now they have a lot of things. They have connections. You have met people who, you see, Abraham met a, Abraham met two people at one time. One is Melchizedek, and one was king of Sodom. Melchizedek brought nothing physical to Abraham, but Abraham gave all the tithe of what he had to Melchizedek, and he collected only bread and wine from Melchizedek. And then Abraham met another person called king of Sodom and Abraham assessed king of Sodom and he told the guy don't give me anything I don't want anybody to ever say that it was because of you I got blessed there is at, just go are you together with me and then he met another one and lost stuff because he placed value on Melchizedek he looked at Melchizedek and said this one is of another class I prefer to even lose and give this one than allow this one to give me anything I don't so there are there are there are men who carry respect yeah. are you with me yeah. and you are you are going to find out if you carry respect or not and, and, and how, you, how, you, how you carry respect is how you use time. Time is forming you. Time is forming you. Are we together here? Time is what? It's forming you. No fluke. Can we read further? But he did not respect. Go back. But he did not respect, go back to the previous verse. He did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry. And his countenance fell. Alright. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, Will you not be what? Accepted. Praise God. 
And if you do not do well, sin lie at the door. And, the, and its desire is for you. But you're meant to rule over it. Just stay there. So when Cain found out that God did not respect him. Are we together yet? Cain was not happy that God did not respect him. And God said, Cain, the reason after a while, are you with me? Praise God. So what happens is that, you see, Cain was born and he said, we acquired this from God. Right? That's verse 1. Then, we now, God now allowed a process of time. And God was coming back to assess what they have become. You get my point now? So after some time, God, they got here and God came back again to check them. And when he checked them, he didn't like what Cain had become. And Cain didn't like that God didn't like what he had become. You get my point? You can sit down now. So Cain didn't like that God didn't like. Cain didn't what? He didn't like that God didn't like. You heard that? Yes, sir. Cain didn't like that God didn't like. So it means that Cain is a ava of his way. That God didn't like what he had become did not minister brokenness to him. He was like, why won't you like what I have become? It's nonsense. This is absolute bullshit. You get my point? So it means that Cain had been used to doing what he wants to do. And he expects God to like it. So it means that Cain had become a type of God. Are we together here? He had become so amazing. That even when God had an issue with him. Why would you have an issue with me? Wives, can I talk to you? Yes, sir. I heard some voices of people that are, <laughs> that are not yet married. Are... Yes, sir. But they are already receiving the word as wives. Yes. And that's important. Yes. If, if your husband has an issue with you, and he tells you, don't start a fight. You are behaving like Cain. If your husband says, you do this, and this is not how a wife or a woman should behave, don't look for a fight. Your carnality knows how to do that. You will look for a fight. From everywhere, you will go, you, in fact, you release 
an announcement for people to come and tell you what you just look for a fight from anywhere. You see, that is how, that is how, no, that's not how anything. That's how last week when. <laughs> don't be a daughter of Cain. Why are you standing up to me? The me- this message I'm preaching today is from heaven. The one I preached last week too is from heaven. <laughs> if, your hus- if your husband tells you, dear, this is are the things you should do that I don't like. Don't be a daughter of Cain. Amen. Amen. Don't run away. It's failing. Why is it failing? Don't run away from disapproval when you have been when when a, when your character is being disapproved of. Don't look for stories to hide yourself. Amen. Because Cain was angry. Hey. Now, you should be angry when somebody hurts you. You should be angry when somebody does something bad to you. But this is not the case. The case now is that they gave you time. And with time, you became a terrible person. And because you are a terrible person, and says, I can't accept this. Then you get angry. No, you shouldn't be angry. You should be broken. Are we together now? He did not respect Cain. And and may God may we may may we may God let us know areas of our lives where He's not respecting us. May God send men to us who can point to us areas of our lives where we are not worthy of respect. And you know the greatest of prayers. May you not be angry. May you not be angry. Friends, don't be angry. It is carnal to be angry. It is dangerous to be angry. Don't respond in anger when you are told and when you are confronted with your failures and your faults. You respond in brokenness. And don't make it difficult to be told. Now, this is God telling a man. What if it was another man telling him? And don't forget what I tell you. What you do to God, what you do to man, you can do to God. This is God. A man face to face with God and God say, I know they feel you. And the man was angry. You don't understand. The man was not broken. God said, I know they feel you. He said, why you not go feel me? 
So the question is, who is God? Cain or God? Listen, in your work with God, your last place is that place where you can't be broken further. That's your last place. You will never go further than that last place where you can't be broken. If you can break again, you can go deeper. If you can break again, you can go deeper. If you can't break, you can't continue. Brokenness is a gift. It's your greatest spiritual weapon. To entering into the kingdom. Brokenness. The strong don't enter. The broken find access. Brokenness. Husbands, the broken. If your wife sits you down and tells you this thing, you need to work on it. Don't be angry. She doesn't hate you. She loves you. If your wife sits you down and says, you need to work on this. Don't be angry. Don't say, that's, that's how I told you. Hey, those inspiration is from hell. If your wife sits you down, ask her to pray for you. Ask her to pray with you. Don't be angry. Look at somebody, tell the person, don't be angry. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. If God, if God confronts you, don't be angry. If you're angry with God, do you still have a future? If your pastor looks you in the eye, and since you have this challenge, don't be angry. If your mentor looks at you and says, you need to work on this. Hey, don't be angry. If your boss at work says, work on this thing, don't be angry. If he says, oh, I hate that you, you, are, you, you are a chronic latecomer, don't be angry. You get my point? If God ever confronts you, be grateful. This is the difference between the house of David and the house of Saul. When Saul is confronted, he's angry. When David is confronted, he's broken. So the issue is not even your imperfection. The issue is your arrogance. Your arrogance is your greatest undoing. I was seated here when Pastor Obi was preaching. And God gave me a full download and said, this is what I want you to speak today. Yeah. It was when Pastor Obi was preaching. And when they were singing that song... The Lord began to fill my heart more. He told me what to say to you, friends. Are you with me? Yes, sir. 
So he didn't respect Cain. And didn't respect Cain's offering. You see? Because many times when you're confronted in an area, you have the intention to excel in an offering, assuming that your offering will cover for your nature. I told, I've, I've taught this severally. It says that bond offerings and all of that, he doesn't really desire. In another place, he said, obedience is better than sacrifice. So it means that sometimes we want to substitute um, obedience with what? With sacrifice. And sometimes we don't want to akin. So what do we do? We bring the fat of rams. This is to akin is better than the fat of rams. So when when you are confronted and you don't want to change, you supposedly increase the volume of another good. Thinking that this good will cover for this matter. But the matter that God confronts is the only matter. You don't determine what's a matter. If God says this is this is the matter. That's the matter. Don't say, God, look, look, look at English. I'm doing well English. They say without mass, you can't get admission. They say, look at English. They don't care about your English. It's mass. And I'm bringing this to simple terms so that you can appropriate. Because you will say, God has never appeared to me before. You know, and I've taught you this severally. But your husband has appeared to you. You were angry. You fled up. To the point where your husband has now become very skillful in pointing anything to you. Huh? You have you you have you are on fire. Your husband has become skillful. Listen, and 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 anyone who cannot talk to you cannot have pleasure in you. If I can't talk to you, I can't have pleasure in you. Wives, are you listening to me? See, eh? So be a member of this church, eh? You'll most likely be a good wife, oh. And a good husband. Ah, most likely. There are, the chances are high. I tell you, the chances are high. I'm telling you. I didn't say perfecto. You'll be making your mistakes. But you will know they are mistakes. Yeah. I'm not saying perfect. Because even me that I'm teaching you, I'm not perfect. You get my point now? Yes, sir. Make your mistakes. I'm not perfect at all. Also make my mistakes. I see made one yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. You don't know the mistake. I know the mistake. <laughs> I made one yesterday. I made one. Yeah, I did. And I was about apologizing when you sent me when you were ten, you were, when you were thanking me. I was out, I was te- I was typing an apology. 
message. Yeah, because I went to drop her at uh, Bible school. And while we were about entering the Bible school, a call came in. No, no, I made a call. And it was a bit long. And she had to roll all it down out of the car. And that's a big mistake. Because taking her to the Bible school made a lot of sense to her. Made her very happy. How many seconds will it take me to wait not make that call? All guys say, have a great day and let her go into the Bible, Bible school. But she just rushed, rushed out of the car and also received talking useless to <laughs> useless call. Yeah, I, was, I felt very terrible, very bad. And then when I was about apologizing, she now sent me a text, thank you for taking me to Bible school. I felt like a, like a queen. I felt. I said, <laughs> So I took away my apology. I mean, <laughs> I said, you are very deserving. Say <laughs> so you are very deserving. You deserve it. So when your, when your wife talks to you, tell your wife to pray for you. Cherish brokenness. When your, when your husband talks to you, don't look, for, don't look for a matter. Because you are not doing anybody, you are doing yourself. You see, winning an argument does not develop your soul. That you want an argument does not mean you have matter. You are still the fool. The same fool, the fool yesterday, a greater fool today, and the greatest of fools tomorrow. So that, that you know how to win the argument doesn't mean that you are mature. You are st- your nature remains. That you know how to, how, to, how to frustrate an argument, how to frustrate a matter. Everything will now scatter. Then they will now even apologize to you because you are angry. You are from, is the generation of Cain. Never take an apology when you are at fault. Time is helping you people. You will soon go under this gagging. I'm gagging you. Another 10 minutes you'll be, you'll be set loose. To be whoever you want to be in life. <laughs> Choice is yours. was shocked. God said, why are you angry? It is strange that you are angry. So you can understand that our anger is not a proof of justification. That you are angry does not mean you are right. Because many times when people want to settle matter, they find out who is most angry. And they will be begging the person that is most angry. And so many times the person that is most angry is the person which you can. And the person is angry and say, hey, look back. <laughs> They should do another, all those skit stuff. They should not do, why are you running? They should do, why are you angry? Why are you angry? You know that, why are you running? Why are you? They should do, why are you angry? N- never, never use your anger to assume your justification. Because anger, 90% of times, is an, is an emotion. And embedded in emotion 
is not always accuracy. Emotion is not the template of accuracy. You can be right and you can be wrong. But the spirit of God is where truth is. Are you with me? You must know when you are angry, when something is paining you, and you are still wrong. It's paining me, but Daddy Jimmy is paining me. Don't use your feeling to dictate justice. So why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? Why? There is no reason for that. And let's read. If you do well, will you not be accepted? That word, if you do well, is talking in connection to the process of time. If you had used that time well, if you had obeyed, if you had made the right decisions, if you had been submitted to the people you were meant to submit to, if you had done this, if you had done that, if you had listened to your husband, if you had listened to your wife, if you had listened to your mentor, if you had listened to your father, listened to your pastor, listened to your spiritual prayer, if you had done all of that, But see, you are, you are not doing well. And what is happening right now is sin is at your door. The door talks about your heart. Sin is there. And this one that you are angry, you should be focused right now and make sure that this thing does not rule over you. You are, you are, you are uh, pampering anger. Whereas you are about to be completely taken. He says, sin is about to, your nature is about to be completely taken. You are talking about anger. You had better rule over this thing. Find out how to deal with this thing. And guess what God has told me how? I'll show you how. Very easy. How is in the next line? It says, and Cain spoke to his brother and told his other version says told his brother let us go to the field amen now Cain spoke no let's stay back stay back in new KJV now Cain talked with his brother and he came to pass when they were in the field amen what happened Cain did what he spoke to his brother. Who's his brother? Abel. And what did Abel do? Abel was respected and his offering. You are actually meant to talk to the person who is respected and his offering. So that the person can show you how to be respected. You and your offering. But because of that anger the guy was angry instead of the guy to be broken. And so usually God puts people around you who are getting it right. And when he confronts you, instead of you to envy them, you are meant to learn from them. You get my point? So you need to find out the people around you who have it right in the areas where you have it terrible. And and learn from them. You are, not, you are not bigger than learning. You need to find out which area of my life is God confronting me on. 
in that area have no because you see you can't have anger and not have a sense of justification and when you have justification then then you can be helped right because you already feel justified and and when you feel justified you are not in a humble place are you together with me and so there cannot be impartation can i preach here yes, sir. can i preach here yes, sir. if 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 i if if my wife for example finds a place of exposure in her life and i bring to her and she's angry immediately she's angry she she will be feeling justified if she's anger angry and feeling justified she can't receive from me are you together with me in fact i'll be the one begging her you get my point now when you are being begged in error then sin lies at your door and it's about to take you over are you together with me no it's not going to take you you get my point now and so but you were meant to talk to me for help are you with me and when you ask for help it's not because you are less because everybody needs help because eventually we found that even this Abel was not a perfect guy because in the new testament we found that that is blood should not have been asking for judgment it was later we found out that the blood of yeah the blood of jesus is better than the blood of abel his blood was seeking for judgment vengeance so he, he had imperfection and so the person that is helping you is not perfect and sometimes that's your trap because when you are exposed you look for the imperfection of the person who exposed you so that you can hide yourself are you together with me as you say you unko you unko you unko you were meant to talk to abel and you can't talk to abel if you are not broken and humble with anger and justification you can't have that conversation with anger and justification, what you will do is that you will rise up against him and kill him. Wow. And that's what happens. You now get to a point where you shut off, you shut out and shut down and get disconnected from every voice that confronts you. That's the end game. The end game is that you will now be suspecting anybody who has the capacity to confront you, you cut off. And you have an issue with the person. Yeah. And every 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 body that confronts you you will just be quiet they did if you can't kill them you die towards them you know that those are two ways to kill something if you cannot kill something you die if you die that thing can never be alive towards you if you kill it the thing is dead it can't it can't affect you right the second one, what if you you not die the thing cannot say affect you because you are dead so the two ways we deal with people is that you either kill the person, if there's someone that you cannot kill, you die. It means that you just disconnect completely from the person. You get my point now? And this is very dangerous.
And I can't talk with his brother. It came to pass when they were in the field. That came rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. You will not kill what was meant to deliver you. Amen. You see, because when we're talking about the pleasure of God, it's basically about divine alignment. And when, if there's going to be divine alignment, there will be divine confrontation. God will confront you. Your husband will confront you. For those of you who are married spirit-filled husbands, I don't talk about sinner husband, but if you're married spirit-filled husbands, you can't grow faster than your response to your husband's counsel. Your spirituality is your response to your husband's counsel. Not your response to your pastor's, to your pastor's message. Yeah. yeah. Wife, you want to grow? Listen to your husband. You'll be growing. Yeah. That's spiritual growth. For a wife, see, don't stress yourself. You want to grow spiritually? Listen to your husband. You'll grow. Spiritual husband. Not the husband that. <laughs> not Oludo husband. If you listen to the husband that will say she not go to church, she not serve God, she not say this prayer, prayer thing. The husband that does not hear God. You know those coconut head men that can't hear God. It's a pity those who marry people who can't hear God. Because those who marry those who can hear God are going to have, it's not, it's not easy. How do you marry someone who cannot hear God? You marry the wood. <laughs> I'm telling you, see, it's better, it's better not to marry in life. I tell you the truth. Well, you don't marry in life, you don't have money. You don't marry in life, you don't have money. And you are going to church just enjoying yourself like that. I'm telling you it's better than to put shigidi. <laughs> one who is cut off. And if you are married to one already who is cut off, thank God. There's nothing prayer cannot do. But I'm just talking to those. I can't because of you now. Some, I've said this one now. Some, you're angry. The same message I'm preaching. Don't be angry. You are the one who went. You are the one who went to marry somebody who is not saved. God told you not to. You did it. Process of time. I'm not confronting you. You are angry. You're not angry. Why are you angry? You get my point now. There is nothing God cannot repair. But I'm talking to the ladies. Please don't near. Don't near somebody whose greatest confidence is is is, is his walking style. This is greatest confidence. I'm telling you, a lot of men. That's their, that's all. This thing is all. Our father. I, that's all. Just marry a monkey. <laughs> Don't try to. And if I monkey here, <laughs> these are serious issues. Though. Don't leave church today a monkey. You are not born again. You don't have the Holy Ghost in you. You are a monkey. And you are a disaster to your wife and your unborn children. Because you can only lead people by the Spirit of Christ. 
If you don't have it, you have put a woman in jeopardy. And your children are in crisis. We'll continue the conversation next week. <laughs> we'll continue next week. Because there's a whole lot to talk about. Talk about am I my brother's keeper. Then we'll talk about when he was sent to the east of of um, of, of of Eden. Then we'll talk about the city called Nod. And those are the things we'll talk about. We'll also talk about the betting of Enoch. Because eventually, even Cain gave birth to one Enoch. It's not the same Enoch that, that came through Seth, through Abel. We'll talk about those things. Because this, will, this thing will mature to a ministry. That's how, this is, I'm going to trace this to the Antichrist for you. Go and listen to the message again and pray. The Lord will bless you. Amen.